Welcome back to Soccer Cards United, the greatest soccer card podcast in the world. My name is Jason, that's Enzo. Hi Enzo. Hello Jason. Um, great to be back. Great to be back. We, you find us kind of uh, two weeks or more than two weeks after our last episode. Yeah, um, that's not good. And I think everyone... The Sports Card Nonsense Boys had like three or four podcasts out mm-hmm. since our last one. Like that's... Yeah, but that's why they have the Spotify deal. Mm, forgot about that and don't forget the Spotify deal doesn't it's not free yeah you have you're contractually obliged to produce episodes <sighs> that's what I am so you find us here after a couple of weeks on the road uh, we've been to the National we've been to Chicago and we've been to London uh, the weekend just gone we've been to Escher so we uh, were in Ireland for two days uh, last week unbelievable and in that time there was a bit of a turnaround to be done yeah. empty uh, bags wash clothes pack bags and get get going again so we have to figure out how to catch everybody up on what's been happening and the way to, we've decided to do that is to do two episodes this week wow wow the dedication the first is going to be a recap of our experience in Chicago at the National Sports Collectors Convention oh yeah the 44th annual mm now it's not going to be it's a, a recap but obviously it's not going to have the same force as a recap done in the days immediately following the national we would have had debriefed a lot we've we've forgotten a lot of things because I remember last year we went from Atlantic City to Philadelphia for a couple of days and we got a, a podcast recording done in Philly mm. um, but it was a completely different experience this time in Chicago because we had things to do and crucially we had people to see it was crazy um, so we were very busy the whole time and so the podcast opportunity was just not there no we had a great setup in the room for a potential podcast opportunity but it yeah. just never the time never came so that's so you find us here because we're not sneaking around into ballrooms to do a podcast like some other podcasts out there oh there's also there's a, there's a villain arc here because uh, the boys Mike and Jesse um, apparently had a lot of merch that they were giving out to people but um mm. They never reached to the bag when we were chatting to them, Jason. Yep. So I'll take my shots when 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 I can. Okay. You notice the bag stayed firmly closed. Yeah, very firmly closed. Right. There was actually one point where Mike said, "Sorry, could you actually give me my bag, Enzo?" And I I took it, handed him over the table. So he was trying to make sure I didn't see nothing in there as well. Look at that. Yeah, that's only only realizing that now. Right. Well, I I haven't witnessed any of that myself. Well, believe me. So unbelievable. You're you're settling scores. I'll settle scores. No okay, doubt. That's good. I look forward to the next time I go on the podcast I'll have to account for yeah. your settling scores I have no idea what's going on hmm. I'm yeah. like oh well he didn't you know anyway so look the po- the, uh, the podcast is back and we're going to talk about the national we have questions from people yes so I think what, what we'll do is we'll talk about the questions and mm. then we'll go through some topics we didn't cover in the questions okay is that fair enough I think so alright so We'll start with Kevin Durant, three six, f- three six. Three, there's five, no six. Big cur- there's you, no six. That's a five. You former gambler. I gotta get back in and. Uh, Kevin Durant, thirty five big cards on Instagram, I believe. Uh huh. And he says, "I got an email from Specsavers the other day. You need to come back and ASAP. have a another eye test. Your prescription might have gotten higher, but that's a scam." Yeah, they gave me glasses one time and I didn't even need them. Hmm. I'm telling you. Um, this eyesight is unbelievable. I'm reading I've, off your screen right now. Okay. 
Uh, best soccer card seen at trade nights? I've seen a lot of flawless. A lot of flawless, yeah. That made me happy. Brad and his flawless. I've seen some Pirlo 101s. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Yeah. You were offered a lot of them. I was offered a lot of them. I almost bought a lot of them, but I didn't. You yeah, ended up buying none of them. Um, That's a bit... I mean, what's the... i, I seen a... um. Of 25 autograph Haaland rookie from Chrome, Bundesliga Chrome. Yeah. That was great. It's almost like there's too much It's that you become desensitized because it's just every big card in the world is just right At there the in front of you. And you're just like, oh. So much soccer. Color, Mbappe, uh, Chrome, oh. rookies, PSA 10, that yeah. kind of stuff. People handed me orange. Yeah. Orange ones at M as well. Um, I'm trying to think of like a big one-on-one we might have seen, but I don't know. Mm. Some big, big, big. Saw big, some Pele dynasties. Card course that wasn't trade night though that was trade oh night. there was one sorry it was two my apologies um, we've seen all of the cards you'd expect to see yeah all the big cards cards that, you, that don't even really make it to ebay a lot of the time yep and people were some people were trying to sell them some people were just showing them off letting people know nice maradona autographs all sorts of stuff a bit, if you were looking for something it was in the soccer trade night room i don't think there was anything missing from the room from the in terms of in terms of high-end stuff in terms of high-end yeah yeah um so that was exciting uh, Meta Coffee asks what were most people looking for what price range were most people buying in in terms of soccer at the national well most people were looking for Messi was the number one yeah. soccer commodity mm-hmm. at the national very liquid he was yeah um, theaters reporting having sold out of Messi after just one day yeah that's it at soccer table at what few soccer tables there were hmm um price range we were picking up lower end like for anything from one dollar all the way up to maybe three hundred dollars that was our bag yeah now we we had our eye on a few things in the five figure range Mm -hmm. five figures yeah yeah and but we didn't do it in the end which was bad of us no it was it was uncourteous of us because we kind of found a table with some pele dynasties we got so excited yeah we really wanted them we we slept on it we got giddy we were thinking about it we were doing the maths we were doing the logic we were doing everything and then ultimately we decided let's stay calm let's not get caught up in the national euphoria and spend 20k mm-hmm. on a couple pelés yeah and um, which we didn't really know how we'd feel about it but in the end we said no it's a good decision let's just relax a little bit we'll, we'll get them someday we'll get there we'll own a pele dynasty yeah but we yep. never managed to make it back to your man to tell him that we weren't gonna do it in the end which is he, poor which is poor etiquette etiquette poor you should etiquette. always go back if you say to somebody i'll be back mm, you back. should always go back at least to to say no in our defense he left early about 12 o'clock on one of the days that's right um, and we were constantly getting taken by someone or somebody to chat to interact to see something to do an activation to get something you know all these things the national to was crazy we were busy wow. yeah that's like getting this uh, this this is what you would call an activation Jason wow someone I mean, asked us was, was this activated. for influencers only because they couldn't find it yeah it was free to anybody and everybody that was yeah. there but I appreciate being called an influencer. It was for people who could find it only. Mm. Um, Which was not easy to do in Chicago. Find certain things in the room. True. Yeah. Difficult to navigate. Massive. Big, big room. Big hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of booths. Many rooms. Um. Okay. What price? Mostly we're buying in like the kind of like, I don't know, most deals getting made were, I don't know, between 500 and $2,000 in terms of soccer. Yeah. There was a lot of big spending going on with the soccer market. Yeah. We've seen that ourselves. Um, and a lot of people getting drawn into the national fever, as we talked about, we almost got drawn into with the Pele's. 
but that's why there's two of us and we manage to sometimes mitigate decisions decisions like that sometimes yeah we're, you know we're doing that together the be- the benefit of of having two people is that you can talk yourself out of things mm. sometimes talk yourself into it yeah but I think that's also the benefit of a nice sleep yes we stayed calm sleep on it um so okay Irish car collector 96 asks most unexpected deal so I'm going to take that as most unexpected deal we make at the national and unexpected meaning something we would have never thought we'd come across hmm. before we went mine is probably the 2015 selects mm-hmm. we got a big deal done for a big bundle of 2015 selects yeah which included some base PSA 10 Messi and Ronaldo's mm-hmm. several of them each and contained a beautiful blue uh, Wayne Rooney yeah in I believe a PSA 10 um, and then a nine po- BGS 9.5 Neymar orange and then we also got a raw messy um, red which I believe is to 199 or 299 that was unexpected very unexpected very cool that was uh, indeed unexpected I would say for me the most unexpected deal uh, I thought the uh, we made the deal with the king of soccer Mm. Um, the king one of the OG soccer uh, collectors and resellers in the states based down there in Florida and uh, we got those nice 2014 Prism Autos uh, nice George Best vintage uh, card oh yeah and a Bobby Moore 1970 uh, all sorts of stuff so that was an unexpected deal for me because um, I expected to kind of be mostly just hanging around and dealing with the new agey people but to get a deal done and such a uh, pleasant deal done yes. with, with an OG like that absolutely was unexpected to me I was trying to find photos of cards that we bought along the way because we did buy over 90 yes um, I think you can add into the most unexpected deal was we did a swap deal for our Bukaya Saka um, impeccable on card autograph yes into a David Beckham Mm-hmm. flashback prism autograph 1010 PSA mm-hmm. then we added 150 euro, 150 dollars to that yep. and got a 2021 inception Kane son booklet of 10 autograph jewel autograph booklet that was unexpected to kind of yes elevate like that um, but yeah I think the 2015 selects for me Jason I think in general after our experience in Atlantic City the most surprising thing for me was the volume of deals that we did yes because we kind of were joking before we went like we're not going to buy anything or sell anything here this is not yeah. going to work out we tried that last year it didn't work it just doesn't you know but the soccer appetite and the soccer market was felt much more developed this year and the vendors willingness to alter their price mm. to do deals mm. to actually like the amount of times I picked up a big stack off someone and said hey can I get a discount on this stack if I take this whole stack yeah and they were like yes absolutely you can and the price the original pricing were good anyway like it was a much more fun experience and it was just I think better crowd maybe bigger crowd obviously different setup people I don't know the market maybe is in a lower place so people are willing to make sales I don't know it just felt compared to Atlantic City it was night and day Yeah, not, not just because of the city by the way it's like few things I think the Atlantic City was obviously a smaller venue so you have fewer attendees soccer has had a big year the World Cup was big and, and the soccer market is one year older and it's like one year older for the baseball card market is like a much smaller jump jump than you know year by year we're like kind of exponentially growing in the soccer market so it's huge and also just like even traveling internationally for people who are soccer collectors you know coming from from outside the united states all that stuff um 
now that I was going to say now that COVID's no longer an issue, but of course, lots of people got COVID at the show. It's back. Yeah, that that COVID strain. Yeah, that hobby strain. Resilient. Whatever Unbelievable. Whatever the hobby heads are carrying around is a super bug. It's tough. Um. Okay. Do 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 do. Et leads. What best pickup? We've already talked about some of our pickups. Uh, what was soccer like? Any bargains? We already talked about bargains, but general soccer was about people were saying three percent of the tables. Yeah, to be honest, like which I really adored how they picked that figure. Having gone to the trade nights, I will say this: there was a lot of soccer people in attendance. There was a lot of soccer collectors out there in the states. There is not a lot of allocation to those individuals with tables at the show. Soccer trade night was full of soccer cards. The show was not. But I think that has to do with turnaround the tables because there was so many vintage people with their baseball, with their whatever. There was so many just... Bubbleheads. There was so much shite, excuse the language, at the National. But I, I feel like a lot of people who had a lot of soccer were turned away from having a table. I think the appetite and the growth of the hobby was not reflected in the tables. When you went to the trade night, you seen where soccer was at and it was in a really good space. Yep. That's my take on that. Great. Um, okay, what was your best deal? I already said about that. Uh, what was your favorite part? And why was it finally getting 5,000 followers as Soccer Cards HQ? That man jumped up. He got us kicked out of a trade night in the Hyatt. Yeah, I'm going to blame I'm gonna blame him for, for, for ending that trade night. It was going night. well. It was very yeah. fair. Everyone was being very respectful in the lobby. And, and this young man stood up on his chair and shouted at all of the hobbyists in the room. Mm-hmm. To please, for the love of Jesus, follow Soccer Cards United because he personally was triggered. He couldn't look at the 4,900 and blippity dot anymore. He said, why are you crawling to 5,000 followers? Can someone just follow these boys? And he Mm -hmm. started shouting from the top of his lungs. Yeah. And we got there. We got there by this scene. But this scene ended a good trade night. And then a a security guard came over and uh, was asked, have you heard the most... Have you heard the best soccer podcast in the world? And he, this man said that he was old school. In the preceding conversa- conversation, he said he was old school like 50 times. He was an old school guy. And someone asked him, have you ever flown Aer Lincas? And he said, I'm old school. I'm old school. I don't do that. So I don't know what he meant by that. But anyway. Um, okay. Church of Cards has put in a little reference here to a moment that he witnessed. Mm. Uh, which was how is the market for one-on-one Sam Kerr Sam Kerr cards so it's pretty healthy it's pretty healthy you may have seen on, on socials today Enzo posted our one-on-one Sam Kerr Inception autograph which you bought on eBay while at the National that's arguably the most unexpected deal yeah I, I didn't know if that would qualify when I was it, thinking about it earlier I don't know if it would but that's the most unexpected deal during the National mm. Um. So yeah, so the market for one one Sam Kerr is healthy, yeah, very right healthy. We have it above four figures. Yeah, there you have and it. And I can tell you, you try and uh, buy her uh, Topps Chrome Super Factor PSA ten one one, you'll find out just how healthy the market is. There you go. You're gonna struggle. Um, Scotland Card Show asks, was there any SPFL? No, no, surprisingly not. There wasn't. The next question, Libero Soccer Card underscore Soccer Card. Yeah. Is it worth visiting from Scotland? Oh, sorry. I thought that said, is it worth visiting Scotland? No, it's obviously worth visiting say, Scotland. It's worth visiting if you're looking for SPFL. Ah. 
but from Scotland I mean no there's, it's not because there's no SPFL boys mm. there was a huge UK and European uh, representation at the national it was crazy yes, yes. way bigger than last year um, so is it worth visiting from Scotland I would say yes it is now it is now because there's enough of a, a, a community of, of people travelling from Europe that you you kind of can have a gang and have the people you can relate to as opposed to kind of being like scared by the children with 50k yeah and I think like again it's just a lot, a lot of mitigating circumstances for our first national in Atlantic City and maybe everyone feels like this regardless of where they're from the first time they go to a national but I think it's very reassuring to see people from this side of the Atlantic uh, for us because otherwise you kind of just feel like you've landed on an alien mm. planet and you're kind of like whoa I don't know if anyone you know it's different uh, although people were very nice was the first time we went I don't want to make it seem like we were it was, we were just spooked we were spooked spooked uh, did you buy much yeah we bought like 90 cards yeah crazy uh, was there a high demand for Messi yes we bought was. a lot of boxes huh we bought a lot of boxes we got the we opened a full case of Bundesliga Finest yeah we got some uh, Stranger Things boxes we got some Funko Pop boxes we got all sorts like this is the um Fright Flicks. Fright Flicks. And we got this, which was, did you say San Diego Comic Con exclusive? I think it was San Diego Comic Con exclusive, yeah. Got three of these because we're going to Dublin Comic Con this weekend. Mm. So we stocked up. Um, see any cool Roy Keane cards? Just saw some of the, the rookies. Um, like you always see, but we have we have a couple of them. Just some of the rookies. Just some of the rookies. Uh, the Irish car collector completely apropos of nothing I didn't ask her questions about this by the way asked when's the next Irish trade night is it happening soon is it happening soon yes we're pending. working on that pending but I will say this weekend what is the date what is the date 11th and 12th is that it it's 12 and 13th 12 and 13th we're going to be in Dublin Comic Con which is in the convention centre in city centre and we're going to be vending at that with some Star Wars. We're going to have some sports as well, of course. We're not going to not have sports. Um, if you're around and you want to walk in and see Soccer United with a table if set up. If you can get a ticket. If you can get a ticket. I don't know if it's sold out. I'll check. This is a highly sought after event. Bum, bum, um, so, yeah. So, uh, Dublin Comic Con, we're, here, we're there that this weekend. Um, so, tickets. I'm currently trying to find uh, a Stormtrooper costume big enough for me to fit into big enough. Um, oh general admission Saturday Sunday sold out yeah merch and add-ons da, da, da. but is that just is there other type of tickets don't know give us the website name no it's all sold out um, it's Dublin, all sold out Dublin Comic Con early entries gone young adult is gone child is gone family pass is gone and same on the Sunday yeah Group of 10 with a 10% discount is gone. Jason, we're going to be out the door. We need to come up with a real plan. Well, that's we not this episode. We don't want anything to sell. Um, Okay. Let's see. NJ Plastic Man, who was... What a name. The first person to greet us both times. Yes. Two in a row. Two can, in a row. Can he do it again in Cleveland next year? Who knows? That's the challenge. That's some challenge. That's the challenge. He also yeah. got his vendor pass so much faster than us, despite coming in after us, chatting to us, then getting into a different line. His line was flying. Yeah, his he, he had got one of these guys. Yeah, a national vendor entrance t- or VIP. attendee VIP ticket. Um. Also, when you got that, you got this bag. 
got this mm. string bag which mine mine immediately broke uh, and this is a national uh sponsored by whatnot vip gift bag nice and i thought we could open it i kept it sealed i could sell this seal that's sealed factory seal factory seal mint condition factory seal ebay 101 could contain anything I thought I could open it now, but you I just seen you open yours. Mm. And I thought, let me keep this seal like an action figure. I love it. You know? So let me just The heat of no AC is gonna burst through that bag. If you're look at that. <laughs> Spells okay. Um if you're listening, this will be a kind of an audio experience. I'll crinkle some paper. It's stuff. not much of a visual experience, by the oh, way. Oh, this is a massively visual experience. We have one of these. eBay envelope let's open up this ebay envelope what did ebay sneak in so you have to picture us we're sitting in a, a big ballroom in the donald e stevens convention center rosemont illinois chicago what's rosemont is that still chicago no really yeah why uh, why does it say the nationals in chicago same way the london card show is in surrey wow it's a Chicago land area I think they call it okay this sorry what was that eBay thing that was a your card belongs to the eBay vault this coupon is a $10 discount blah 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 blah. we couldn't put anything in the eBay vault because we're not from America great Very this inclusive. BCW interlocking card frames national 2023 do you know what that is yeah you just need to um Dun, dun, dun. this we have this from tag grading now I will say there are obviously a lot of grading companies at the national oh yours is yours is uh, screwed down Jason right mine wasn't screwed down but that's a little card frame you can put in you can put your card like it's a little uh, picture frame nice pretty good um, this is tag grading there's a lot of grading companies at the national uh, we graded with PSA and CGS and CGC or CSG or whatever they're called and uh, a lot of company setups were very nice. Tag setup was very extravagant and very impressive. They went for like a transparent glass and a lot of tech. And a lot of tech. You kind of see it looked like vzz, vzz, all sorts of like wearing machines and it looked like the future of grading. Beep boop, beep boop. And somebody showed me a couple of tag cards that they had, and I scanned the thing and they showed me the detail that you get in a tag card. Yeah, and it was incredible. It was like an incredible level of detail. Detail. It was crazy. It was um, almost arguably too much. It was scientific. It was brilliant though. I was, that was at least that was fun to see. Ten years in the mix. So that this is a free voucher to grade something with tag, which we fully intended to do, hmm. but then we're too busy over the course of the week. We got given tag cards as a gift. Maybe I have them here. Is that an arena club? It might be. Oh, it is. It is. Sorry. Right. We have a upper deck uh pack. Michael Jordan here. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's exclusive to upper deck. Is there parallels in there? Don't know if people know this. Uh oh we got so we got MJ 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 MJ. No parallels. What a thrilling experience that was. But yeah. Thank you, Upper Deck. Another pack. Panini. Okay. So, 
so you're getting three packs of kind of base cards. So these are some some rookies. Uh, American football rookies, NFL rookies. All base. Uh, all base, yeah. Brilliant. Panini, you've done it again. Led by Bryce Young. So, so far, I've got two packs of base cards and a voucher. The tag grading voucher is the best thing I've got so far. Okay, tag is in the lead. Tag in the lead. You're not, you're not loving the picture frame? Well, I like that, but... Don't love it. I don't love it. I don't, what am I supposed to do? Keep, keep a card beside my bed? Yeah. It houses, it houses a top loader. There's a free top loader in here if you can work hard enough. This is a V-Friend Super Stickers Decisive Duck. And so what is this that I've been given, this duck? That Decisive Duck, let me tell you. It's a super rare national-only sticker. You had a choice. It was part of a V-Friends activation. You could have went up to the V-Friends stand, which was very impressive by all accounts. And you could have given that in, which is what I did, reluctantly. When I say reluctantly, I mean, as soon as I was engaged, I felt like, oh no, I'm making a big mistake here. And you do one of those, you know, the ball drop down things. I don't know what you call them. The hockey puck kind of, you drop it down. It goes... Okay, yeah, yeah. Almost like a pinball kind of thing. Pinball kind of vibe. Yeah. And then wherever that little ball falls you you get whatever was at the bottom of it so i did that i also had a decisive duck which i miss hopefully jason will give me his um and i i won a bison graded with ccg or c what, what are we gonna call it CGC. cgc um oh i'm only realizing now this is a gary vaynerchuk originally owned it says at the back so actually i'm now more impressed than i was because initially i was like you've given me a graded base card what does um, it mean gary vaynerchuk originally owned it means it's from his personal collection and this at the back of c c as part of kind of a what are you going to call it as part of a oh, okay. promotion CGC have actually added on it and saying by the way this is from Gary's collection like when you get like the such and such collection of Mickey Mantle baseball card kind of I think it's it's an interesting kind of way of trying to add extra collectability I suppose but anyway they stuck the sticker of the price which they dictated I guess yeah uh, as $50 but they stuck it on the slab with no slab bag so I'm trying to pull it off Jason and they're not so they're not really proving themselves as trading card people by doing that not moguls that's like now I have a adhesive kind of I can, first of all I can't even get the sticker off the slab yeah and once I do it's going to be very sticky okay I don't want to put water you know it's, it's risky yeah. although I do trust the CGC slab for being water resistant in the meantime I will give you this decisive duck yes now now I'm up I got a Gary V originally owned uh, OG Ox sorry it's not a bison at all uh, and I got my V friend sticker which you're going to regret giving me someday down the future we're laying in the street broke. I'm digging through my, my pockets. <laughs> I find that the decisive duck and it's worth $60. This is a one touch from Ultra Pro. This is a piece of the game. Medallion. Uh, medallion. And I believe I have my one from last year. Yeah, I'm so jealous about that because I, I just throw them out. 3,500 of 5,000. Corporate sponsor. Piece of the game. So I got a little medallion. I can use that to, uh, I don't know. Remember your time in Chicago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a little Heritage Auction booklet. Basically, it's like a little kind of cool booklet thing with all the listings for Heritage Auctions. That was fun. That's a fun piece of uh, printing. No, you can hear this. I'm just trying to get rid of this. Right, cool. Uh, this is a uh, Finkelheimer Insurance Agency uh, facsimile card of the Michael Jordan uh, 86 Flair. I was saying it would be funny if one VIP bag had an actual Fleer. Yeah. But no one knew. National VIP card. I got Shohei Otani, the unicorn himself. Oh, let's go. He is the best player in the history of baseball. And I know that because I 
got out in my VIP national bag. All right, now it's. I will say this: the uh, environmentally, this VIP bag is a disaster. Complete disaster. Complete and utter disaster. Not as big as a disaster. In when we were in our, I don't want to disrespect the Sandown Lodge, but the ticket, the, no, the key card of the Sandown Lodge said on it, "This doesn't have to be made from plastic." Yeah, but it was made from plastic. Is it like, what? Who was that for? Am mm. I meant to? You're the one that made it. I didn't make it. I'm just using. It. You could have told me to download the app when I got there. Ridiculous. BBC Auctions gave me a flyer. Very, very kind of it. Uh, uh, home Team Heroes. Hold on, what's the best thing that you've got so far? The tag grading voucher. Yeah? What's second best? Is it the decisive duck? It's probably the Shoei Otani card. Nah. Now what's this? This is... see. Okay, part of the problem with all this promotional stuff is, right? It was Shoei. That the visual design oh. of it looks the same you can't figure out what it is by just glancing at it there's a 50,000 bounty that thing I read that it literally said this ticket you're holding could be worth 50,000 just scratch this and bring bring it to our boot guess what I did what put it in the bin mm. I didn't even I was like I can't even engage with this I don't know why okay I didn't fully understand what superheroes inspired by the pros I don't know what that is okay that's exactly what I did yeah we could have literally we could have thrown away 50,000 dollars we could have got the Pele dynasties and then some. This is from PWCC. This is a promotion to get 115% of the hammer price of your of your card if you auction at PWCC. That's fine. This is a flyer for a charity auction. Very admirable, I suppose. Um, this is a 10 free submissions direct to grading uh, with ComC. Who announced that they now grade directly to PSA, which is an incredible service. Um alt are telling me I can win a free break spot with Adam Lefko pretty nice I actually have started using the alt app I'm so corporate now start using the alt app and actually like it but I wouldn't pay if there's a paid version of it I wouldn't pay for it <laughs> um, pristine auctions Robert Edward Osh this is good podcasting isn't it you, can you look at how terrible this looks now though half got that off yeah I'll show the camera try show I feel like I couldn't fully capture the fucking mess so this looks like someone's attempted to break into this slab so you probably need some sort of alcohol solution or something on that yeah I'll try I'll to try. dissolve the adhesive I'm gonna google right now if the Gary originally owned the V-Friend uh, characters okay are worth anything uh, I'm just gonna fly through the rest of this it's, it's so much promotional material Um. Alright, we got a card seer. Card seer, card saver. Launch celebration over $500,000 in prizes. That's again a scratch off, come to the booth. Um, this is the baseball card king. Baseball card king, who is a Chicagoland uh, hobby shop. No sales as of yet. Coupon. JSA auctions magnet. I don't have anything metal around here. Uh, Market Movers app. Sports uh, card investor. This is the Texas Roadshow. What's that? <laughs> What's that? Jason, this duck that you've just given me uh -huh. has sold three times. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sold one, two, three, four times yesterday. Yeah. Between 24 euro mm -hmm. and 55 well, congratulations, my friend. Go out and get yourself something nice.
I am up. I'll keep it. I'll keep it forever, Jason. All right. Uh, Arena Club. Free now. Here's this. Right. Here's here's an interesting thing. Hmm. Tag gave me a free grade at Tag. Yeah. Arena Club, instant grading, trusted grading, redeemed this ticket to win a free pack of cards. That would have been nice. I don't want to. I don't get me grading with you. What are you doing? Win a free pack of cards. Just say this voucher entitles you to grade one card with Arena Club for free. No, but maybe the free pack of cards are Arena Club cards. What? Like graded already. Pre-graded cards in a pack. They're not. Okay. This is dumb. Overall, being a VIP at the National, are you feeling good? No. <laughs> you feel terrible. I'm not feeling good. That's a lot of recycling you got there. This is this is insane. They were heavy. And their rope. Okay, you gotta put that much weight, you can't use rope. You gotta use a strap. Yeah, to be honest, 99 like it's like it's like you're a VIP. This is Jason. What is drip? I'm asking myself that same question. Look at this flyer. The twenty percent off of their boot. That's a that's a whatnot competitor. Beyond safe, PSA vault. PSA not giving you much for free there. Okay. Then we're just down to just pages, pages, just A4 pages of just shit. It's like, get your VIP badge. Yeah. And then we're basically just going to give you the equivalent just, of a hobby junk mail. Yeah, yeah. Collection. It's like, why, why aren't you giving this to the people who aren't VIPs? Mm, it's like Aer Lingus making you take the bag on the plane. Yeah, it's not As good. some sort of benefit. You're saying that people that were not VIP at the National could have done with a free grade free grading somewhere well I feel like if, if you need some way of like I'm thinking here just genuinely pause pause for a second okay, I'm pausing yes you got your two packs of base cards right great yeah you know where they have all those special national packs and all this da, 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 da. Mm. why not have a bit of fun with it why not just give everyone right like, like 80% of the people get their little base card packs and there's nothing in it but then 20% of them are getting numbered cards or autographs now we're excited about the VIP bat do you know yeah that's just my two cents. I just think that there was enough billion dollar companies in the room and in that gift bag to, um, Jesus Christ. What's this? PSA grading special, other prizes. PSA graded full. PSA dealer. Need your cards graded? What was PSA? PSA was at the event. Ludex. Now Ludex did now, give Enzo some nice pulled pork sandwiches. The Pudex, whatever they were, the PWCC X Pudex, uh, Ludex, L- sorry, Ludex. Jesus. Pudex. Pudex. The, the uh, VIP lounge at this national was incredible because they had unbelievable food at unbelievable prices. $11, Jason. No, he the, the Ludex fella came over to me, showed me how his app worked. It wasn't working. He had to scan or take a photo of my card. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he said, right, the app doesn't work in your country. But I'm gonna send you an email to set it up. And I, and I shook his hand. And I said, "Thank you, sir." But um, for me, that pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. And I got at one point. I got the steak. I got the steak and the pulled pork. And I told you, by the way, these are both for me. But they were incredible. I want one right now. They were that good. Like everything else was was not good. And um, the whatnot food was amazing. But like that that pulled pork stuff was unbelievable. I I love pulled pork. I had a lot of pork, a lot of pulled meat. In Chicago. A lot of beef. A lot of beef. Pulled pork beef. I loved it. 
Jason, I see you flicking through that A4 book <laughs> you got there. And those are those are not paper. Those are laminated pages. Like Those are fully... This is the official program of the 43rd National Sports Collectors Convention. I thought it was the 44th. Well, it's not what it says in this A4 book. Did they give you last year's book? Now, this has at least some useful stuff on it, like a convention floor plan. Yeah. But, uh... And it's actually... It's good. Brilliant. Could have helped you. It could have helped. What's me. highlighted there? Uh, Heritage Auctions, because they've sponsored this. Mm. They've paid for this booklet. Brilliant. So they get all sorts of stuff. interesting stuff here. Oh, There's a dealer list. Oh my god, I didn't even see this. You're meant to dig through it and read for 50 minutes before the show, and then know what what you're doing. What, so with actually, the there's a dealer list here with uh, the dealer name, the company name, and their booth number. So that's pretty interesting stuff. It's unbelievable. Nearly there. You should have got this super duck signed by Gary V himself. Now this was... Uh, this was actually the Sports Collector's Digest. I read this. This is not Sports Collector's Daily. I wish it was. Be careful. Sports Collector's Digest. And there were actually some pretty interesting articles in here about the national and also the only thing is it looks like it was printed sometime in the mid 1980s um, look at the back of that for the viewers look at the back of that that looks like a little want ad listing from like 1987 what's meant to be that I think I don't think so I think that's just that's happening today yeah oh this is all this are all like actual auctions going on now yeah this so is it's not a cool like, retro fun I think you give them a lot of credit and then finally, some business cards. Gas grading. Look at that for graphic design. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> black on black on black. Ga on, on dark grey, I should say. Sorry. Gas. Gas trading cards. They couldn't afford to set up a table. They just... Or did they? Uh, Were they? They must have been. Celebrating culture one card at a time. Gas is a trading card company that creates highly collectible physical cards in honor of the most iconic names of music, culture, the arts, and entertainment. Okay. But then... And this is where the actual VIP stuff comes in. Brown envelope. Ooh. Plain brown envelope. Put number on it. With the number written in Sharpie. This is... Very impressive. Schedule of events. Mm. General information. Special information on Super VIP parking pass. Additional activities. Free autograph guests for the VIPs. Like to hear some of the autograph guests for the VIPs? Let's do it. Wednesday, Bill Wennington, Mark Carrier. Thursday, Paul Popovich, Al Weiss, Jeff Bloom, Bob Love. Friday, Eric Soderholm, Ron Kittle, Bobby Douglas, Jody Davis. Saturday, Larry Hizzle, Scott Spezio, uh, Murray Bannerman, Doug Plank. <laughs> Sunday, 
Steve Trout. <laughs> Not Mike Trout. Jim Gartner, Jim Morrissey, and Bob Dernier. There was nothing there for me. I'll say that. I do think a lot of them were Chicago based. Um, I think we had some WWE wrestler there people got excited about. Uh, there was nothing there for me. Two years in a row there was nothing there for me in terms of the autograph. Mm-hmm. So that was the VIP bag. Your recycling bin men are going to be thrilled. Yeah. Um, that was not good. To be honest, I'm giving the V-Friend sticker respect, Jason. Okay. Because it has some value. It has a bit of value. It was also like, come up to the boot, give it to me, do some stuff with it. Da, da, da. There wasn't a lot else. The grading, free grade, that was good. Uh, I like the BG, the BCW frame, that was good. Um, the Shoei Otani card. No, someone has to stop those base cards in the... In the I don't know. Talking about $10, $10 here, Enzo. My slab is stuck to my finger based on the adhesive that's in it. Um, so there's like you know whatever like fifty dollars of value say it hurt my arm carrying that bag around for as long as I did thinking yeah. there might be value in it to open it sit down open it and then I felt guilty leaving a big stack of paper in the ballroom yeah but they should have felt guilty handing me a stack of paper mm. if you were doing that and you wanted to convey all of that information to your VIPs because you have to assume your VIPs are your most activated mm. attendees most tuned in and you make it remember this in this situation you make your money according to the sponsors and the people paying for all this stuff mm-hmm. so is there any way you could communicate to me about the pristine auction auction timetable that didn't involve handing me an A4 sheet now for me I would have an event app you can go in you can click all the things you actually care about Mm. then you can get little updates about those things mm. it could kind of show you an interactive map on your phone instead of having to pull out a map like you're <laughs> like you're in the 50s yeah um and for me i just wouldn't hand a load of shite like, I, I definitely like part of their sponsorships are like and we're gonna put your flyer in the vip bag but yeah, then suddenly yeah. that's all that's in the vip bag yes is your flyer yeah and everyone else's flyer and then suddenly it's not for the vips it's for the people paying for the flyers in the bags I'm going to hand you a bag I'm going to hand all of our VIPs a bag full of paper I and told, your name will be on one of those pieces of paper I told it's basically the, the, the event is coming to you as a VIP and saying hey I told all those guys I'd give you this bag could you just take this and, and dump it somewhere for me because I they already paid me they did it and this is one of the perks your name is in the bag yeah, the Nationals lost its way. I think Fanatics events is going to be great. Uh, I'd love to experience Burbank, Dallas, etc. Yeah. But um, a lot could be... Like, the National needs a little revamp, I think, of, of its hierarchicals. There's a lot of things you could do to improve that with minimal, minimal effort uh, across the board, not just the gift bag, Jason. Um, but yeah, apart from that, it's still the event everyone shows up to, and that was kind of one of the best parts about it. Yes. Not the best part about it... Talk to me. ...was meeting all of the people... Um, that made time to, to meet us including lots of people who stopped us um, to tell us that they were fans of the show and uh, all that stuff and, and the content in general that was extremely nice believable and it, it says a lot like even from obviously we've inc- we've added the YouTube so our faces are more visible last year a lot of people said by the voice they were like oh that's you yeah but I would say like 30, 40, 50 people stopped which meant us. we could move around as long as we were silent this was my humble brag and you start making noise 30, 40 or 50 people stopped us across the 5 days which was crazy 
Yes, very nice. Unbelievable. Thank you to anyone and everyone that decided to stop us. Some I'm people sure, gave us gifts. Yeah, I'm sure some people seen us and said, I won't disturb them. But disturb us all the time. Do it. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was so nice. And but that was only on top of that then. These were all the kind of like listeners and uh, people in the States. There was also so many people from the UK and Europe over that we recognized from other shows and just net networks that were in them. Or what's no, not networks, what I'm trying to say. Communities? No, no, no. You know when you're on like a if you were going to every circuit. Show, circuit. Yes, thank you, Jason. You're good. Network circuit, very similar. Uh, the circuits that we do be on around Europe, because um, we do be everywhere. Uh, we've seen a lot of friendly and familiar faces as well. Yeah. Genuinely, like, our experience this time, like, after Atlantic City, I felt like this year we kind of had to go to the Nationals as well. You know, we are just kind of like, oh, we have to go. It's yeah. on again, big event. How can we not be there? But, like, after this one, I'm like, I can't wait for next year. Mm. Even though I know next year is not in Chicago, so that's kind of giving me, like, ah. But I'm like, this year was so, so fun. Yeah. Compared to, like, it's, it's night and day. Like, And it's not just, again, it's not just because I hated Atlantic City and that, that, that. It was just so much better vibes, so much more interactions. Obviously, a better venue, more enjoyable. The AC was a big problem, but apart from that, it was great. All the hotels being so connected to the venue. Mm-hmm. And within five, and everyone was in five minutes of the, of the venue. They made the trade nights even better and more accessible and worth being at without being totally wrecked. The whole shebang was just unbelievable. I had a great time. And the pulled pork beef. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a, a, a great uh, great time. It was really good. It was better as a soccer attendee. It was better personally for us. And it was better as any kind of attendee uh, the compared to the, to the previous year. So it was... And it was the biggest national ever on record. Yes. So, listen. You're welcome. Um... The last, the previous biggest national, I think, was in 1991. Yeah, Anaheim, is it? In Anaheim, and the early 90s is known as the junk wax era, isn't it? Hmm. Well, I think it was. This is the first or second. This is the second Chicago since the uh, COVID. Yeah, well, the other one was during COVID, I think. Yeah, it was just after COVID. It was 2021. That was mid COVID. Okay, well, I'm thinking like a lot of people skipped Atlantic City and then a lot of people came to yeah, this yeah, yeah, post COVID. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So that was the bit. It was the mass, and it was a massive room. It was like huge. Massive rooms. There was like four or five of them. Yeah. Um, the VIP section was so good for the food, though. The main thing about the VIP section for me was that the air conditioning worked in there and didn't yeah. work on the floor. That was the main benefit. Yeah. For me, it was the food. Um. The, the the AC did not work. No. There was a lot of fans that were plugged into walls to kind of help add in to the AC. There was a lot of problems. Um, but again, it was actually an excruciatingly hot just period for, it was a heat wave for in Chicago. Chicago. So yeah. it was unexpected. It was, you couldn't blame the event organizers for that. No, well, obviously, the, they didn't. They're not running the AC in the, no. in the convention center. Um, but I would say, you know... That made the first few days really tough. It did. During certain hours. Yeah. You generally didn't want to be there. If you could get off the floor... You did. You did. Yeah, we the height of it. We found a lot of times where it was like us and a lot of other collectors just not inside the venue. Yeah. And we were all just... Look, I was looking around. I was like, Jason, everyone pays to come to the National, the biggest event, and everyone's just sitting on the floor right now mm. outside the venue. But everyone, I think, had a really good time. Because you're paying, to, you're paying to be... In amongst it. In amongst it. And the national is 
like everything what you make of it oh I like that do you know yeah it's a uh, you could go there and have a terrible time yeah you could go there and have the best time of your life mm-hmm. but it is up to you you are you are the variable kind of like and it, the people you, know, you interact yeah. with are. yeah but I mean it's it's it is what you make of it you get out of what you put in <sighs> did you put in much uh yeah I suppose I did yeah actually yeah yeah absolutely you did yeah don't question that Jason you did a great job yeah thank you very much we're liking that hat that you have by the way yes the it's Chicago him. Cubs you're a big Cubs fan oh lifelong Cubs fan um you mentioned food oh yeah should probably talk about the food we ate because I know people more than one person mentioned can I cut in food. first yeah sure my first day upon arriving to Chicago I went to Bridgeport Hobby yeah which was a hobby shop in Chicago downtown I believe, or somewhere that I was near a stadium, near yeah. one of those baseball stadiums. There was a game on at the time. Was it the near Cubs. my beloved Wrigley Field? It might have been Wrigley Field. I think it was. I mean, it could have been the other one. I don't know. I could check, but I don't want to. Um, that was great. There was a little Tops event on in there, and one of the guys that was in, in the shop hit me up and actually said, uh, one of the, I don't know, the owner works there. I don't know. I don't know the system on the back. One of the guys there messaged me and said, Random. hey, I listened to the show. So listen, show, come down if you can. I went down. Jason didn't. He went straight to bed. Or he went to try to fix some problems. I don't know what he was doing. Went in. Had a great time. Had some pizza. It was my first bit of food in Chicago, by the way, after a long, long flight. So I really appreciate that pizza. I then had greasy hands trying to open these new Tops MLB packs the day before release, which was a little uh, event going on. But that was a great time. Thank you for that. And that was great. That's all I can say. If you're in Chicago, you got to go to Bridgeport. It's a little plug for Bridgeport. There you go. But talking about food. They didn't even have a flyer in the... No, but they gave me a t-shirt that I lost. Mm. So there you go. That could have been great. Could have had that on there. But I lost it. Uh, the food. So let's know. There's an elephant in the room. Let's get straight into it. Deep dish. We have a question here from uh, from, from the man who found us both times at the National From Irwin. From Irwin. Chicago. Well, he's saying Chicago or New York style pizza. What's the verdict? I'm not even acknowledging the question. I'm saying deep dish, deep dive coming in now. We haven't even talked about your flight. So we asked everyone, give us recommendations what to do in Chicago. Uh, I would say half of the stuff, half of the answers mentioned Giordano's Pizza. Giordano. Now, some people said, I don't rate Giordano's. I prefer Lou Malnalti's or whatever like that. But deep dish pizza. And uh, Giordano. Chicago style pizza pie. Also, people said we had to try it. We had to. We tried it uh, on Monday. Well, I actually tried it during the National, but then we tried it kind of for real uh, on Monday. Mm. And sat down in Giordano's, uh, served by a lovely Irish waitress. Served by an entire collection of Irish waitresses. Yeah, I felt like I was at home. Yeah. Well, actually, we don't have really that many No, Irish I felt waitresses. like I was in uh, Westport. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um... And so we tried it, and Enzo, what did you think? That's a not a pizza. <laughs> That's a not a pizza. No, <laughs> I didn't love it. Didn't love it. Didn't like it. Yeah, we didn't finish it. I mean, you can finish you something can't like finish that. It. I thought it was ridiculous. I we ordered it was, too much, frankly. One hundred percent. We we ordered a, a medium and a large. Wanted to try two. Medium flavors. or small? Was it? Mm. Jesus, your portion sizes, by the way, people. Um. We have some positive, but the pizza, Giordano's is getting the big Soccer United thumbs down by me. Right. I don't agree with the sauce being at the top. Yeah. I didn't love eating the pie style crust. I didn't, it wasn't very like flavorsome. It wasn't like, this is a great, you know, you know when you yeah, eat yeah, a yeah. pie, you love the pie. Yeah. 
I was like, this is the whole thing was uncomfortable for me. Mm. The like the base of it. I mean, they 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 ship them frozen to people, so I'm assuming they all start frozen, even though it takes forty five minutes to cook. Like the base of it tasted like at the Tesco pizza, frozen but not fully cooked. Through. It's like a biscuity kind of bottom. Yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. I I I'm upset. Dry. The base is dry. Dry. And in a, in weird. A, in, a, in a nice apple pie or something, the base is going to be moist. I'll say this: the tomato sauce and all being at the top, I disliked. The tomato sauce itself, I didn't dislike. Do you know what I mean? Like it was good. To, like there was an Italian thing too. I actually liked the tomatoes, the type of tomatoes that were being mm-hmm. used for that sauce. Mm-hmm. But overall, I would thoroughly enjoy a normal pizza nine times out of ten. We made we met our one of my close friends Ernesto over there, mm-hmm. and he's a Chicago native from the South Side, I believe. And he told me straight up, he said, "Real Chicago pizza is not the deep dish." Yeah, and can I say, can I say Talk. that I feel like that's the first go-to? Like, that's the first. Someone should tell Chicago that, basically. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not an excuse. Okay. Because it's like, that you know, like, for instance, let's say here in Dublin. Yeah. Someone says they went to the Temple Bar pub and there was music playing and they had a Guinness. Yes. And they didn't like it. If I was to say, well, that's not what a real Dublin pub is like. It's like, it kind of is. It's a heightened mm. version of it. It kind of is. I, I can't, like... I guess, well, you didn't have a real experience because if that wasn't some sort of real experience, it wouldn't be what the city was known, known for. for. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So, Jason, what's your take on the... I, I don't want to dominate this. Yeah. Your deep dish experience. Uh, well, we had two. We had one that had uh, chicken and spinach in it uh, and that was too slimy for me. There was no... Just your mouth was just on a straight slide <laughs> from the sauce. It was just, you know, just wet, 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 wet. Bang, you hit the base. Mm. So that was not good. I preferred that one, by the way. Um, for me, that was too slimy. and had no kind of... The texture was all wrong. The only thing I regret is not ordering the barbecue one, just to see... How they would have done that. How they would have done Monstrosity. Uh, I love barbecue. The other one, I think, was the was the classic... Uh, or the special. Yeah. And that had green peppers and onions in it. And for me, when I took a... A bite. A cross-section of that full bite, I could actually enjoy a bite of that. The problem was I couldn't enjoy more than you know a slice worth of bites of it mm. um, but it was and if you gave me that next to a normal pizza yeah. I would take the normal pizza but if I had to eat I seen a few Giordano normal pizzas when we were walking through and they yeah, looked they unbelievable looked perfectly fine and of course we had to try the deep dish because that's what we're here for yeah. don't get me wrong that's what we came for it's the only reason we went yeah, we got the sampler to start and I enjoyed every single aspect of that that's just like pizza related snacks yeah I enjoyed them thoroughly yeah. mozzarella triangles all day every day yeah but for me you don't get any credit for no for being able to do that no. no sure I could go down and buy a there was a lot of little tweety birds that were eating all the stuff then mm. the whole like making us wait 40 minutes that whole system that whole system was outrageous well it's like I think maybe I said this to you at the time sit me down the whole thing of I will spend so much money on alcohol if I'm just sitting here mm. and I know there's a 45 minute wait I'll, I would have three samplers in me to start mm. I know that they don't want you sitting there for two hours going what the fuck's going on but I would have had a great time yeah I had to walk around doing nothing for 40 minutes when I could have been drinking. I'll tell you this. And eating pizza pie. For me, pizza has gotten to where it's gotten to in the global food hierarchy. Partly because it's quick to cook. Mm. Quick to eat. And quick to eat. I love pizza. I'm fully in on pizza. But pizza would not have been the massive global success it was if it, was deep if it took an hour and a half to bake a Neapolitan-style pizza. That doesn't even come out. It's like 20 minutes in a, in a stone oven... 
and it's done it's ready to go and so you thin it out as much as you can that's the whole point don't so thicken it up by spending that much time you've now gone so far away from why pizza success in the first place that it's grotesque mm. the whole thing is it's a grotesque absurd situation listen people love Giordano so I feel like a lot of our listeners are going mental right now so I'm going to take it we need, we need to move off this okay yeah fine and let me say Portillo's Portillo's, Portillo's whatever you yeah. want to call it Dick Portillo what an establishment yeah unbelievable fantastic Phenomenal. give me that Italian beef and dip it in the special gravy yeah. sauce and let that monstrosity give me a chocolate cake shake uh-huh. all day of the week give me cheesy yeah. chips that was one of the best experiences of my life that's exactly what i thought chicago style pizza the chicago style food was gonna be that italian beef unbelievable unbelievable dipped, dipped. i had a delicious uh, it was a disaster i loved every bite polish uh sausage is what they chicago style hot dogs a polish sausage and um I made a mistake of ordering at the convention a hot dog and the man said you want a Polish and I was like man I'm not from here I don't know just give me one of them please um, but yeah Portillo's was excellent unbelievable we both had chocolate cake shakes unbelievable um, and I it felt even... like you are part of something you know it felt like you are part of a long line part of, of a people. community yeah 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 do you know there was a lot of Dortmund fans in the building because apparently they had done a signing down the road yep in somewhere I don't know where Lids maybe so that was fun Unbelievable! Oh, go time. Italian beef. I had Italian beef on like three or four or five occasions while yeah. I was over there. I loved every one of them. Yeah. The Portillo's one was different, though. but they were all amazing. And you were you were you were big into Philly cheesesteaks last year too. So yeah. Cleveland better have a hot beef sandwich, or you're gonna really badly review next year's national. But oh, food was incredible. We had some other. Our shout out to the friend Malik brought yeah. us to a Middle Eastern restaurant, and yes. gave us one of the best experiences of our lives. Phenomenal. And we had a phenomenal meal with Malik and Luke. Unbelievable. Um, that was great. Um, trying to think where else we had uh, food. We ended up in the Nutella Cafe, which we were on our advised against. Yeah, uh, but we did it, and it was great. We just wanted, we just wanted a pancake. Yeah, a few pancakes, bit of Nutella. Tried to go to a normal pancake place, it was closed. Yeah, and gelato. <laughs> gelato. I had great food in the Irish pub, uh, the Kerry Man. Yeah, shout out Kerry Man. Shout out to the Kerry Man. Just down the street from our hotel. When we Made us feel at home, Chicago. Yeah. Uh, you had a lovely burger I had some fish and chips oh the burger was so good and the curry chips mmm mm. phenomenal I'm hungry now you can you salivate and just thinking about it unbelievable are we uh, doing it again where we kind of breeze over the national and we get excited about the food I we think eat. we talked at length about the yeah, national okay. I'll make sure the bag make, just make a short make a short um, so Italian the, ice we went Italian to the ice, Italian yeah, Mario's yeah Little Italy in Chicago Ernesto really brought us around the place he did we got the tour we got Mario's yeah we went to Mario's uh, Italian ice yeah Unbelievable! I loved the watermelon ice. It was unbelievable. Who would have thought? Really delicious. Um, then went to Chinatown with Ernesto. Some bubble tea. I'm bubble not a big tea. bubble tea man because I'm scared of the texture. But I enjoyed that bubble tea. I just went into it. Ernesto brought me. I said, "We're going to do it." You trusted him. Trusted him with my heart. Trust fall. Absolutely. Bubble tea. Trust fall. And he would never let me fall. Yeah. And if you did fall on bubble tea, you wouldn't hurt yourself because all those little bubbles. There you go. Um. Yeah. So basically Portillo's was so good great it was, I mean it was I definitely felt like I gained a lot of weight just by eating it but I mean mm. when you get the cheesy chips the Italian beef sandwich dipped and you get a chocolate cake shake yeah that's what you should be and expecting obviously that's not what you would eat on a normal day. Every day you know this is a special and occasion we got a small chocolate cake shake 
and we yeah. didn't even manage to finish it because no. you know we we just got to enjoy it yeah i would have finished it. i would have loved it but after everything else i couldn't i just had to try it and ernesto said we got italian ice coming up take it easy yeah relax slow down come on boys what's so, your first time in portillo yeah act like act like you've been here before come on you're embarrassing um uh, so yeah that was that that was all the food um generally chicago is a good city good good beer city as well oh yeah drinking the local brews some revolution Revo- some revolution some goose island and I'm sure there are Chicago hipsters that would say, Revolution Goose Island, you might as well be drinking Bud Light. Wow. But it was good. But it was good. But it so. was good, so just take the win. Yeah. Um, Good time. Good time had. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. We were very busy, but I had a great time. Yes. Um, Do we have any hot takes? Like, Do, do we have any like breaking news? Does that, is there anything we're allowed to share with the people? We, we heard a few rumors out there in Chicago. Uh, see we never know I'm not sure what we can discuss what we discuss what we can't discuss what a disaster but let's just say that soccer is only going to get bigger and bigger within the hobby and within the national the soccer production is in really good hands I'll say that that's a genuine <laughs> belief that I have the people making the soccer products know what they're doing Okay, just about. Okay, we'll keep them on their toes. But they, they reach out, they talk to us. You've gone full corporate on this episode. They're doing a phenomenal job. <laughs> we we seen uh, Michael Rubin. We did make eye contact with Michael Rubin. Yeah, terrifying. We we got lost. We were in a little uh, meeting room, and then we were on our way to a trade night, and we got lost. Mm-hmm. We went the wrong way. We took a wrong turn. Next thing you know, we walk past this little door, and we both look into the door. I don't know what we were walking by, but we look in. The door's wide open. We have to look in. How could you know? It's a big round table, but there's only one man in it and on there. In it. There's only one man on the table in the room that we can see. And it's Michael Rube. Yeah. Shh, shh, it's Michael Rube, right? And he was looking down at his desk. And we looked in. We just literally looked up, looked in. As soon as we looked in, he was looking down at his desk. And he literally, as soon as we turned our head to the left to look in that door, he went like this. We made the scariest eye contact I've ever made with any man in my life yeah and we kept it pushing we kept moving you stare long enough into the abyss the abyss stares back and that's what happened that's what happened we found our way to the trade night we decided not to go because the line went all the way into the this high this was to the general trade night the general big the card collector 2 trade night yeah the line went all the way into the Hyatt Hotel, which is mm-hmm. very, very far. There was no AC. It was horrible. We said, we're not, we're not, sta- we, we've seen no soccer at this, you know, in great volumes. Yeah. And there was a soccer trade night on at the same time by Pat Poles. Mm-hmm. So we said, why would we walk into this room where we know what we want is not in there? Yep. Let's go there. So we went And we'd there. met Pat in San Sebastian. So we said, we gotta go see Pat. Yeah, we felt comfortable. Let's interact. And that's what we did. It was a great time. Um, I also went to the Formula 1 trade night which was unbelievable vibes very small community but really really good vibes mm-hmm. um, I met some some OGs that used to buy a lot a lot of F1 Max off the, off the site just met them by chance and it was very 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 beautiful it was a beautiful time Chase I had a great time excellent unbelievable excellent stuff unbelievable Chicago um, thank you it was a movie thank you Chicago thank you to everyone that made it that made it to be honest it's the people that make it. Wow. Um, I didn't yeah. see Steve Aoki at it. No. For the best. 
probably probably for the best. You did get manhandled by Floyd Mayweather's goons. Yeah, I didn't appreciate that. I was just walking, looking at a table, enjoying my life. There was a lot of space. That when I said it was a lot of space, Jason, you were behind me. You've seen the space ahead. You are always paying attention to all of your surroundings. Yeah, there was a lot of space. Yes, there was. So Floyd Mayweather was flanked by some of his people, goons, his goons, walking along, and one of them. So say like there's three lanes of traffic. Or all it's big wide walkway. There was four lanes of traffic, three of which were fully free. They're in I occupied the fourth. They're in like two or three lanes, and then there's one lane which we are clearly we're all walking in single file. And a guy just walks over to you, just like imagine he's a car, just like switches lanes, comes over two lanes, and just knocks you out of the way like that. Just goes like pulls my shoulder back and yeah. pushes me, and I went, What the fuck? I genuinely I don't ever you know, you have to actually you're bumping into people, it's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like whatever. The, but you'd obviously been grabbed as yeah the aggression I went what the fuck yeah. I was I was angry I was like what the hell yeah and then you just went oh Floyd Mayweather and I look over and I see this little small bobby head in, yeah. in between and I was like what are they doing like, yeah. they obviously uh, they have to do their job to keep Mr. Floyd safe well they're right? money they're the money team they're the money team they're like this man's paying us a lot of money and we don't really do anything but yes. so I better start just fucking flinging my arms yeah. around and let people know Floyd Mayweather then subsequently walked into this kind of sheltered off glass area uh for two minutes opened a box of uh, Leaf hit a one of one Floyd Mayweather auto and then left after having collected whatever check Leaf gave him to do that and I'm sure that was just by chance very good shout out to Leaf also I believe no I won't say that <laughs> a lot of people that ended up with Covid were interacting with certain individuals okay well let's not no we won't let's Co- start Covid shame no let's not do that anyway um, in general thank you to everyone who made the National 2023 such an amazing experience for us thank you to the city of Chicago oh my god what a city what a city that is by the way and shout uh, out to Eurostars Hotel that was actually in, in between getting boycotted and we didn't know about it yeah we stayed at a hotel that local politicians have been trying to shut down for at least a couple of years we got a good rate because we <laughs> It was a nice hotel. It wasn't, and it was cheaper than the other nice no, hotels. Nobody sent a bullet through this hotel when we were there, as far as we know. As far as we know, it was pretty good. I slept very deeply, so I couldn't. You were just happy to have a bed after the the mishap. Yeah, in uh, Chicago. So there's more, more stories to tell from Chicago. I'm sure they'll come out over the course of the next year. There's no vlog. There's no vlog. That's important to. Such, such was our busyness. There's no vlog. Yeah. We're thinking next year we're going to have a videographer. Yeah, I would like to hear some listener feedback on that. That's what I'm saying. I think there was so many things that happened to us that would have been great to have been captured. So yeah. many little things. But like we cannot be captured and be the capturers at the same time. We found Yes. It. Jason can't go, hold on a minute. Let me take the camera out and, exp- and uh, document the experience me, Jason, is having. Can't do it. I can't. It's too complicated. So we're, we're in the. We, we don't know anyone yet. We haven't picked anyone out. We haven't uh, opened up uh, the potential, what, what would yeah. you call it? Hiring role of a videographer? Yeah, this position's not open right the position's now. position's not open right now, but I, I'd be open to recommendations. If people are listening going, you know, I have the perfect guy, I would be open to looking at a portfolio or looking at a CV of sorts, mm-hmm. especially if they're already based in the States because that saves us transatlantic flight. Well, I'm, here's what I'm thinking. What do you think? I think if we were going to spend the money to get someone to document the whole thing yeah. on... We'd film. want to start getting interested ourselves. What are we worth talking about? I'm, I think it'd be like... I want kind of more like a documentary style as opposed to... Some fellow with a. I'm not, partic- I'm not particularly interested in having me on camera talking to a listener. They're saying, this is great. Your podcast is great. And I'm going, thanks, man. It means a lot. 
that to me is self-serving yeah yeah we're gonna self-serve a lot Jason I would rather have like what is it actually like to go from Ireland to you the want, national okay you want like black and white overlay of <laughs> you getting out of bed in Chicago going <laughs> yeah having yeah, your yeah. coffee and going day one let's get it yeah that's what you want you know I want people to see me before I've had my coffee like just like this <laughs> you know no I yeah, kind of get in full Gary V mode buzzed yeah. off my head being like I'm hoping oh, I changed your life thank you very much I'm hoping that I don't think you've changed anyone's life I'm hoping that we can have someone talented enough to do both mm. to know what way to edit it to do both mm. to get a bit of something Mm. Just some somebody and something. I think I think it will be good because I think people are disappointed that there's not going to be a vlog. I think people are going to be very sad about that, devastated even. They're going to be mortified. Quite frankly, they should have watched the one from last year. <laughs> you're saying it didn't get no views. Yes, to do it that again? is ex- wow. Exactly what I'm saying. You're saying you're punishing the general audience because your YouTube channel is not that big. I'm saying we had a national vlog last year as it was being uploaded. It did not get enough. Uh, views and so this year I thought well they didn't watch last year so if you're not waiting to stick with me through Atlantic City you don't deserve me at Chicago oh my god so that's how I feel what a disaster and on that negative note can I just say if you're about about to end it uh huh we just got maybe you can cut this out oh my god you hate me so much can I just end the show but we got an email back about a potential Dublin trade night it could have been a good uh, alright go ahead go ahead go ahead the 19th of August locked in well, if we want to lock it in, we can lock it in. That is 11 days' time, though. Um. Yeah, let's do that. There you go, people. If you've stayed this far to the end... <laughs> Dublin you're, trade you're night. in Ireland. Or yeah. you're not even in Ireland. Enzo and Jason have decided that we're not a big fan of our weekends because for the third weekend in a row, we're going to be Holy doing smokes. something hobby-related. Yeah. After already doing two... Fourth week- weekend in a row. Is it? Chicago. Chicago O'Hare Airport. Four in a row. And mm. then we're taking one week off. Then we're going to Frankfurt. And then we're going to Frankfurt. And then we're going to Copenhagen. Jason, I, are we okay? We're in a bit of trouble right now. Oh, my God. This is the busy season, by the way. Check us out, com. We have more boxes going up today, maybe, if I get around to it. I also wanted to open a box of women's knockout with you on air, but it's a women's World Cup. Let's do it on Thursday while we're doing the women's World Cup update. Cup date. Okay. Check out the site. There's a few bits up. Um, Very, yeah. Very limited things. Okay, we're back on Thursday for a Women's World Cup update. Uh, talk about the London Card Show and catch up with all the hobby releases we've missed while we've been on the road. Uh, have a good week, everyone. So long. Mm-hmm.